On Friday, May 29th edition, NFL approves three rule changes. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have started negotiating an extension. 2020 Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinement postponed and much more. Bob Herrick, senior writer at ESPN, announced yesterday that the John Deere Classic will be canceled for this year. PGA Tour event held in the Quad Cities had to be canceled because of the financial strain the COVID-19 restrictions would have placed on it. Illinois has a restriction of no more than 50 people gathered at one location and so with no spectators. The tournament would have been placed in deep financial trouble. The director of the golf tournament, Claire Patterson, said, We have a small clubhouse, small parking lot. It's very difficult to get everything established for a social distancing standpoint, locker rooms, and everything else. So when all those things come into play, whatever version of the tournament we put on, we wouldn't be able to pull it off with the fans part of it. And that's a money losing proposition. How much money can we afford to lose? How does our revenue fund look? This golf tournament was supposed to take place July 9th through the 12th. As of this moment, the tour is trying to replace the tournament for this year with an event at TPC Sawgrass in Ponte Verde Beach, Florida. The NFL announced that they would continue their partnership with EA Sports through 2026. The NFL will make $1 million and the players will make $500 million, while another $500 million is in marketing, reported by NFL's network's Darren Ravel. The Madden franchise has been a part of NFL for 30 years now and will continue to make some simulated football games. A few months ago, the NFL made a deal with 2K Sports that allowed Take-Two Interactive to make a non-simulated football game in the year 2021. Many speculated that 2K could overtake EA Sports' Madden franchise, but for at least the next five years, that cannot happen, and 2K most likely will make an arcade game in 2021. Madden 21 will be released in August for every major platform. Reigning MVP for the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, confirmed that he'd be the cover athlete for Madden 21. EA Sports is yet to reaffirm. According to Electronic Arts, or known as EA Sports, Madden has been played for over 330 million hours since Madden 20 was released to the public in August 2019. Big-time Madden fans love to use Patrick Mahomes, who is the cover athlete in the Chiefs, when playing online. It was reported by multiple sources that the Chiefs are the most used team in Madden. EA has admitted that since the coronavirus pandemic, they have seen a spike increase of fans playing Madden because most are stuck at home during the outbreak. EA Sports executive Cam Weber has said the two sides have been talking for months. The NFL vice president and head of gaming Rachel Hoagland stated, keeping the Madden franchise at the core of their video game strategy was important, especially with the emergence of new platforms and gaming systems. She continued, EA has done a nice job of ensuring the game matches the experience during a game loop. The new technology will allow richer content and add more realism. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to mic a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. One of the greatest Basketball Hall of Fame classes of all time enshrinements will be postponed according to the Chairman of the Board of Governors, Jerry Colangelo. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Hall had no choice but to delay it. 
The class was led by Lakers legend Kobe Bryant, five-time NBA champion Tim Duncan, and former league MVP Kevin Garnett. He was scheduled for August 28th through the 30th, but had an alternate plan that was proposed from October 10th through the 12th. However, those plans have been changed, Clangelo said, just not feasible at this time. The Board of Governors will meet again on June 10th to find other dates. Colangelo stated, we're definitely canceling. It's going to have to be the first quarter of next year. We'll meet in a couple of weeks and look at the options of how and when and where. The Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame in Springville, Massachusetts, just went through a $23 million renovation and was going to reopen on March 25th. Unfortunately, because of the outbreak, it is yet to open. The class was also going to include former Rockets head coach Rudy Tomjanovich, Tamika Ketchings, and Baylor women basketball coach Kim Mulkey. It was also going to include Barbara Stevens, Patrick Bauman, and recently passed college basketball head coach Eddie Sutton, who was going to help fund the hall's renovation. The plan was a Friday celebration at, on August 29th at Mohegan Sun Casino and Resort in Connecticut. The inductees would be honored with Hall of Fame rings and jackets. The celebration ceremony was scheduled to be at Symphony Hall. It was reported that officials from the Hall of Fame considered moving the event ceremony to Mass Mutual Center, which holds more people for social distancing guidelines. Unfortunately, the officials and Colangelo decided not to do it. Jerry insisted there would be two separate celebrations in the year 2021 to celebrate both the 2020 class and next year's. Colangelo stated we won't be combining them. The class of 2020 is a very special class and deserves its own celebration. Currently, the officials and Jerry Colangelo are working with a date for next year's ceremony. In yesterday's proclamation by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, he announced that fans would be allowed at outdoor pro sporting events, but they'd be limited in capacity. A venue would first need to apply for approval from the Texas Department of State Health Services, and they'd only be able to allow 25% of their capacity in the facility. This does not include high school or college sporting events, but this proclamation does come one week after Governor Abbott said there would be fans at college football games this fall. The governor has already said that professional sports could be resumed by May 31st, but without fans. This is a step towards a more complete economic reopening. Spectators who go to these events will be encouraged to attend in groups of 10 or less and maintain a six-foot distance between others. They would also be asked to wear cloth face coverings. Reigning Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have started to negotiate a new contract extension. Currently, Mahomes in his rookie contract with two years left and making about $2 million per year. Many have predicted that Mahomes could be the first $200 million man in the NFL. Mahomes, already in two years of starting, has a league MVP and a Super Bowl. In his first year starting with the Chiefs, he threw for 50 touchdowns and for over 5,000 yards. The new contract extension would likely come right before the season. It was first reported by Sam Mellinger of the Kansas City Star that the Chiefs and Mahomes' agent have begun to negotiate a new salary. The Chiefs will most likely pay him sooner rather than later because the cheaper, the better. If Mahomes was to sign a five-year extension, he'd be locked up with the Chiefs for the next seven seasons, counting his rookie deal. Most believe the Chiefs will and should pay Mahomes $40 million to become the highest-paid player in football. Unfortunately, Patrick, with a five-year contract, would not make $40 million. He would roughly make about $32.75 million, but if you were to ask for a four-year extension, he would make closer to $40 million. The deal would likely go through the year 2026. One of the ways Mahomes could get a $40 million contract would be having the Chiefs rip up his rookie contract and sign him to a six-year $240 million deal. 
it would roughly make about $53 million per year, but it would be $40 million at the signing. There is a chance his contract would be $0.85 or $0.84 cents on the dollar, depending on how much he would want his other teammates to get paid. The biggest challenge that Mahomes and his agent face is having a really good contract, but not having him take half of the salary cap. He and his agent are looking for the best situation so that the salary cap falls, his, his contract would not become less desirable and consider hogging all the cap. Most likely, he'll be taking up about 15% of the team's cap. However, Patrick has insisted that the Chiefs still have enough money to sign other players on the team that would help them reach another Super Bowl. Things continue to get intense between the players' union and the owners in the MLB. It was reported on Thursday by ESPN Jeff Pass and the players' union sent a counter offer to the MLB. The union's counteroffer was 100 games instead of 80, and all players would receive a full prorated scale, according to Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. When seeing the proposed idea by the league, the players were furious. Instead of sending a counteroffer, the union sent their own offer and seemed very entrenched in their plan. The MLB is fearful of playing 100 games because there could be a second wave of the coronavirus and they could miss out on millions and millions of dollars and even billions if the postseason is delayed or canceled. The owners and players must agree on a plan within the coming weeks if they want to start the season in July and start another spring training in mid-June. Three-time Cy Young Award winner and member of the Washington Nationals, Max Scherzer, has been outraged by the league's proposal. Scherzer is one of the eight members in the Players' Union Powerful Executive Subcommittee. Max took to Twitter on Wednesday and tweeted, After discussing the latest developments with the rest of the players, there is no need to engage with MLB in any further compensations reductions. The union would also demand that the league show reports of how much revenue the league lost in the past three months. On March 27th, the league and Players' Union agreed on a prorated scale and the union would like to keep it that way. Scherzer has also stated the players already took a pay cut and there is no need for a second one. He continued, I'm glad to hear other players voicing the same viewpoint and believe MLB's economic strategy would completely change if all documentations were to become public information. The NFL approved three new rule changes on Thursday. Owners voted to make the expansion of the automatic replay review system to permanently include touchdowns and turnovers negated by penalty making the defenseless player protection rule apply to kickoffs and punt returns and prevent teams from being able to manipulate the game clock with multiple dead ball fouls. Owners also changed the injured reserve return destination, making teams be able to bring three players back instead of two. The third rule got attention this season after Patriots coach Bill Belichick exploited it by taking multiple dead ball penalties to burn more time off the clock than usual. Then later in the season, the Tennessee Titans did the same thing. Belichick admitted the exploit after the game, saying it was just the way the rules are set up. We're able to run quite a bit off the time off the clock without really having to do anything. It's a loophole that probably will be closed and probably should be closed, but right now it's open. This new rule eliminated that loophole. There has been buzz about the NFL changing the onside kick, which was voted against. Ever since the recent rule changes the kickoff a few years back, which included eliminating running starts, the onside kick success rate has plummeted. In 2017, the year before the, these rules were applied, the success rate for onside kicks was 21%. In 2018, the first season under these new rules, it dropped down to 8%, and last season went up to 13%. Due to the lo low odds, there was conversation of eliminating the onside kick completely and changing it to a 4th and 15, where if the offense converted it, the teams get to keep the ball. 
The rule was voted against, thus keeping the onside kick. Other changes the NFL had made earlier this offseason was expanding the playoffs from 12 teams to 14 teams, which allows one more wildcard team from each conference. Each conference will have seven teams and only the top seed will be able to have a first round bye. With the changes, the two seed will play the seven seed, the three will play the six, and the four will play the five. It will also expand from a 16-game regular season to a 17-game regular season in 2021. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes. Please don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.